Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Ready to get into this hate. Excellent. Because this week I've got a big old grab bag of hate. Good. Just I, some... I love the grab bags. That's good. It's just random things. I hate when my sleeves are unbuttoned and I put on a sport coat. Ah, yes. Uh, you know, I have a solution for you, Joe. What is that, Jake? Button your damn buttons. Ah, yes. But see, I work in uh, in a field where sometimes I need to do a lot of typing, and I like to roll my sleeves up and get on things. And actually, a lot of times what I do is I just uh, I like to uh, just unbutton my sleeves and leave them flopping around. I don't like things like touching me like around the wrist and like constricting me like that. Like I don't wear any jewelry for the exact same reason, right? I don't even wear a wedding band because I don't like the way it feels on my finger. But uh, despite the fact that I am married, um, I have other theories on that too as to why I, wear, I don't wear a wedding band. Uh, my wife says it 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 it's an open invitation to win other women if you don't wear a wedding band. And I say, uh, yeah, but look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's the thing, right? It's it's an open invitation. Yeah, but nobody's going to accept that invitation. Yeah, nobody wants that invitation. <laughs> it, it never in my life. In my married life, has anybody ever said to me, but you're not wearing a wedding ring. I thought you were single. <laughs> Nobody's ever said because, that sentence has because not nobody cares. Been, because nobody cares. That's right. So my f- sleeves are all flopping around. And, uh, you know, then I have to get up and go to a meeting, right? So I don't think about buttoning my shirt sleeves. I get up and I, I go to put my, my, uh, my sport coat on because I have a sport coat in my office. And I put it on. And as soon as I put it on, I, uh, my sleeves are immediately rolled up to my armpits. Not really rolled up, but just kind of just crammed up up into my armpits. And now I feel like a doofus. So I have to take my shirt off, button my sleeves again, and then put my sport coat on. Well, but Joe, you know why you feel like a doofus? Because I am a doofus. There you go. That's right. And and you're you're 100% correct. The proper solution is button the shirt sleeves. That's, that's the way it works. Here's something I hate. I hate when you get a magazine. Mm-hmm. Right, and there's a cover article on it or a yeah. story, that, and you know it's got magazines have all these blurbs on them. But then you go to look at the magazine, and you can't find the article, and there's no page, there's no page number for the article. Oh yeah, in the mag on the cover. Yes, that's that's pretty stupid. That should be mandatory for every. I mean, not mandatory, but uh, for a good magazine, <laughs> state enforced page numbers. <laughs> exactly. I don't want that. But <laughs> for a ma- in order for a magazine to get the Joe seal of approval. You have to have the page numbers on every single article that's on your cover. It has to be on that cover, so I don't have to go flipping through your table of contents. Because sometimes the table of contents is three pages long. I don't know why it is. But you know what's really good about that is is O'Reilly. They have this magazine called Make. And uh, every single issue, when you look, when you see something, like, oh, I want to try th- that. I want to read about that project. There's a page number right next to it. Just go right to that page, and you can start reading that article right away. So that's good job, pretty O'Reilly. good because I, I will hate having to flip to the inside and be like, okay, now I got to dig for this page number. 
Yep. No, and I, maybe they're trying to get you to flip through the whole magazine. I'm not doing that. Right. If you don't give me a page number within the first two, three pages, I'm not looking. Yeah, Popular Mechanics is another one that does it. So, yeah, put your page numbers on the covers because I'm not flipping through just to look at your advertising. I notice it only happens on, like, technical, technically-minded things. Like like I've already mentioned Make and, and uh, uh, Popular Mechanics, but I think Popular Science does it, uh, but a lot of other ones don't. So, I don't know. I hate when raccoons get in my trash, Jake. Ah, uh, yes. Have you ever told the story of uh, what raccoon a raccoon got into uh, one time when I was uh, a teenager? No. I don't think I've ever heard this story. So we're all going to hear this for the first time. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I was in the Boy Scouts. Yes. And one of the big trips you do is uh, that you can do is go down to Florida into the Keys, and they have an island that uh, this camp actually owns, and you go out and spend a week on it, essentially with... Nothing but what you carry in a bag. And uh, so you get to a campsite down there, and there's a few tents and, and a little picnic table, essentially, with you know some poles around it and a canvas over the top to kind of like a pavilion, this really makeshift pavilion. Right. And then there's your chuck bar box, which is where all your non-perishable food goes, locked up, and then a grill. Right. Whole campsite right there, and that sustains like 12 people. And you have to take that all that with you when you go. No, that's actually there. Oh, that's already there. Yes. Okay. Uh, but the things you take with you are, are like all the clothes you'll have and and Perishable lots and food. lots and lots of uh, gold bond body powder because you'll chafe like hell. Right. Um. So we get back from fishing that day. We get back to the campsite and you got to walk through a bit of uh, like jungle almost to get to it. There's this little tiny path and then right. it opens up into your campsite. And lo and behold, a raccoon is in our grill. <laughs> I didn't even know they had raccoons in the Keys until he came back. And right. Like, oh, yeah, there's raccoons here. And this raccoon looks at us and then jumps down and runs away. Oh, okay. And we go look into the grill, and he has left a present oh, there for us of, of the solid waste variety. Oh. Now, luckily, it was just like greats. On burners, it wasn't like some like a griddle where you actually put your food. Right. But still, it was like that's too close to my food. I don't like that. Right. No, it, it's raccoon poop. Yeah. So it's I, ugh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I so a, I hate when ra- raccoons get into anything. In fact, I just don't like raccoons. Period. I got a great raccoon story. Okay. Um. So this was back uh years ago when I lived in the townhouse. I I had to get up early in the morning because I had to go down to Virginia. From Maryland, uh, you know, anywhere in Maryland, getting anywhere in Maryland to anywhere in Virginia is miserable at rush hour. So I was getting up at like five o'clock in the morning just to beat the traffic. And actually, I took a van pool, which was great. So I could sleep on the way down. But five o'clock in the morning, I'm up and I hear boom, like that. And I'm like, what What was that? Oh, well, I, got, I go get my shower. And then because I'm, uh, I'm a lazy yet busy dad of uh of i think two kids at the time and you know they're very young kids at this time i go my clothes are in the dryer in the basement because i put them in the laundry last night put them in the dryer and then went to bed so i go down to start the dryer up so they're not wrinkly and i I go wait a minute that sounded a lot like my garbage can on my back porch so i look out the window and sure enough this we have big sliding glass door and there's a uh my garbage can's laying over, and I turned the light on, and when I turned the light on, now mind you, this is a big garbage can, 
I can see the hunch of the back of this raccoon, right? And when the lights come on, he looks up over the garbage can at me, and he's chewing on stuff, right? And he's got these massive needle-sharp teeth in his mouth, right? And he's looking at whatever he's looking at me, looking at the window, and he just goes back down to eating my trash. And I was like, that is a big raccoon. This thing was massive. He, just, In order to look over top of a of a laid down trash can. Next time, next time you have a trash can, just lay it down. Right. And then imagine this thing just looked over the top of me. That was the biggest raccoon I have ever seen in my life. I didn't know they got that big. I was terrified of it. So I just let him eat all the trash he wanted. (laughs) It was an all, all the trash you can eat buffet. Wow. But I hate that he got into my trash, but there was nothing I was going to do about it. (laughs) I wasn't going to go out there and fight him over my trash. He can have all the trash he wants. Did I ever tell you that story? I don't think you ever have. It's terrifying. We shared uh, raccoon stories that we've never told each other before. Raccoon stories. So uh, what else do I hate? Ah, yes. Finally, the last thing I hate. And somebody's going to think I'm nuts about this, but uh, I hate when there are beaches on lakes. Joe, you're nuts. Uh, Right. So have you ever been to like a state park or something like that? Yeah. And they have, it's, it's usually at a lake. In Maryland, there are no natural lakes. No lake in Maryland is natural. They're all created by dams and then letting the letting the land flood behind it, right? So that means this was a river at one point in time, and now it's just still a river, but it's dammed up, so it's swollen at this point in time. It's really not a lake. It's a fake lake. It's a man-made lake. So what do they do? They go out and they truck a bunch of orange sand in, and it's like... From here to from 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 this place here to about 100 yards over here, it's a beach, and you can play in the sand, and you can build a sandcastle, and you can uh, run into the water and pretend you're at the ocean. And I don't know, there's just something about that that rubs me the wrong way, and I really can't put my finger on it. Maybe it's the fact that this is just a essentially a big litter box for all the feral cats that live in these parks, or maybe <laughs> even the bobcats. I don't know. It, it, it just it, I just every time I see that, I'm like, that's not a beach. I don't even want to be there. It's a beach of lies. It's a beach of lies, exactly. So here's another Boy Scout story, Joe. <laughs> okay. When I was, I don't know, 16, 17, I got us to do a 50-mile hike, and we stopped at two state parks in Pennsylvania, and one of them was a park that had a lake. Did you say 50 or 15? Five zero miles. Wow. Okay. Uh, this was over the course of uh, like five days. Okay. Maybe six days, I think. Yep. And... uh we stopped at a state park that had a beach on uh-huh. a lake, and it was great because we had been hiking at that point for about 36 miles, and we were tired through the mountains. Okay, but uh, what if it was just the lake, right? What if there was no beach? I mean, I don't mind the man-made lake. That I don't have a problem with. You know, I, I, I actually enjoy canoeing on many of the uh, lakes here in Maryland or in the reservoirs. I've done that and and find it great. It's a great way to just explore around. But why do you have to make a beach? It's more accessible that way. <sighs> you uh, you can convince people who normally don't. You'd be like, oh, it's just a lake. Would you say? But there's a beach at it. Oh, okay. So I can convince myself I'm at the beach. I don't want those people there. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Maybe that's what I. I don't want those people. Joe's, Joe's at, a lake elitist. I am. I, you know what? I when, if I go to a lake. I'm going to go to the lake to do lake things. I'm not going to go to the lake to do beach things, and I don't want people who do beach things at the lake. Maybe you hear that, people, beach people? Stay away from my lake. 
Get off my lake, you beach bumps. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Joe Rate Your Hate. What right. do we got this week, Jake? We got a whole bunch here. Good. Uh, real good stuff, too. So, uh, hyperbole, hyperbole. I'm not sure exactly how to say that. Hopefully, I'm getting that right. If it's got not, bro please... in there. Yeah, there's a bro in there. It's uh, like so hyperbole, I... hy- hyperbole, yeah. hyperbole. <laughs> yeah, well, let us know if we pronounce that wrong. If you could send us a, uh, a pronunciation, that would be great. If we pronounce it wrong, like I just did, hyper, hy- hyperbole. I'm going to do it wrong again. Yes. <laughs> At hyper bro lee pod, right? Right. They hate people that don't use their blinkers when turning. If Dante Alighieri was alive, now I'm sure he would have created an extra rung of the Inferno for those monsters. <laughs> oh, I see. I didn't know that they didn't have blinkers on that year, did they? Right. Yeah. No, when you're turning, uh, turn signals are mandatory, yes. Especially if I'm sitting there. Well, actually, I'm not going to pull. I'm not going to trust you with the turn signal. No, I'm, I'm a little bit distrusted. Like if I'm trying to make a left and you're coming from you're coming from the left and you've got your right turn signal on, I'm I'm still not pulling out in front of you. That doesn't mean anything to me. But um, it, you you're more likely to heed it when it when it would get into your way. Right. Yeah. If I see somebody that's trying to uh, that's going to make a turn, that's that's great. Like if I'm driving down the road and someone's going to make a left, I will start passing them on the right. Um, you know, which, which is nice, but sometimes people don't signal. They just put on their brakes and stop. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, you're turning. No signal. Thanks. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. Hyperbro, hyperbroly pod. Nah, I can't even say it either. But these guys, yeah, I'm with you. I hate it. What's next? Real Feels Podcast at Real Feels Pod. Uh, real spelled like real on a uh, on a movie on a on a movie or a fishing line was what I was thinking. I think they're a movie podcast. Okay, they say hate they hate when you didn't hear what someone said, so you ask them to repeat, and they reply, "Never mind." <sighs> they also hate loose hair and chewing with your mouth open. Okay, I hate chewing with your mouth open. That's disgusting. Yes, learn some manners and some couth. Put your lips together and chew your food it's not that hard it's basic the most basic of etiquette don't be sitting there like a cow chewing uh chewing on your food on your grass or whatever uh loose hair bothers me immensely um however i can't be with you on that because one on the on when you ask someone to repeat themselves and they say never mind because one of the things i hate is being asked to repeat myself (laughs) so when somebody says what did you say Nine times out of ten, it's easier for me to go, never mind. Now I've you've made the communication with me a chore, and I'm not interested in doing it anymore. So I say, never mind. So I completely empathize with the people who say, never mind. The next one we have here is Our True Crime Podcast at Our True Crime Pod. They hate the word supposedly, which is not a word. It's not a word. However... Yep. I will point out that uh, the Google Doc that we have these written in yes. does not have the red squiggly line underneath the word supposedly. Google, you're screwing up the dictionary, the English language it's, again. It is not a word. It's not a word. It's Supposedly, not a word. Suppose, I can't even say it wrong here. This is the word I can't say wrong. Supposedly. Supposedly is not a word. Is that on your uh, on your list that we talked about back in English? Yes. You're doing it wrong? 
Yeah, well, it was uh, the broadcast school, yes. Yeah, the broadcast school? Yes, it was. So it's supposedly. Supposedly, correct. That is Not what it supposedly. is. supposedly. I'm with the folks over at our True Crime podcast on this. This is a, a, a travesty of the English language when it happens. And all that leads up to the rant of the week, which is quite a good one here. Uh, Super listener Jen Super listener sent Jen. this one in. Uh, and she says, I hate. <clears throat> Gotta get ready for this. Okay. People that pull out in front of you when there is no one behind you for miles. Uh, if they slow down yep. and, and slow me you down, just then wait. I, I really hate them. Yes. Women with gigantic purses that try to squeeze past you. Then they get by and their purse tries to occupy the same space as you. Hmm. I haven't actually had this one happen, but I imagine I would hate that. Uh, sounds like something I would hate. Yep. People who say, geez, it's just a dog. I'm not sure what you mean by that, Jen, to yeah, be honest. I mean, if it's a big dog, I mean, it depends on the dog, depends on the situation. Like, if there's yeah. a pit bull running at you and somebody goes, geez, it's just a dog. No, I mean, this this is a menacing kind of thing. <laughs> um, even though pit bulls are generally very sweet dogs, unless they've been raised wrong. But you don't know that when the dog's running at you. I'm not, um, I think we need more context for that yeah, one. Yeah, I think we, yeah, exactly. That's a good way to say it. Thanks. Beer commercials that show sexy people at glitzy parties drinking cheap beer out of a bottle. Ugh. Really? That's not a thing. No, it is not a thing, Jen. You're 100% correct. It's, it's, it's you know what? And nobody at a, at a, nobody at a glitzy party ever drinks out of a, an aluminum bottle. So you can take that and shove it where the sun don't shine. Budweiser. <laughs> she hates frozen dinners that look so stinking yummy on the box. Then you open it. I think they have to try to get some of those to look as nasty as they do. I remember sometimes when my parents would go out, they would leave a TV dinner for us, and I'd look at the box and go, oh, this looks like it's going to be good. And then you open it up, and everything just looks gross. And it, I, I, I'm i with you 100% on this, Jen. She hates pantyhose. Uh, I, I have never worn pantyhose, but I imagine it is probably something that uh, – it would be something I would hate. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to hate them. I see. Um, mascara. She uh, hates mascara. Not going to hate that either. Uh, she also hates goopy lipstick. Goopy lipstick. I will hate goopy lipstick. Yes. Uh, she says our female listeners will give her an amen. I, I, can, I hate that. I never use lipstick, but I can imagine a product that's supposed to go out. Because if, if lipstick goes on like it's supposed to go on, right? And I actually have worn lipstick for costumes and things like that, but it was it was not not like cosmetic lipstick. It was like costume lipstick or for theatrical lipstick, so it's not really the same kind of thing. But if it looks like it's supposed to go on smooth and then it doesn't and it's goopy, yeah, that would just be gross. That would be disgusting. That just sounds gross. I can totally empathize with Jen on this one. Then she says she hates deodorant scents. Really? Who smells like a Hawaiian sunset? <laughs> Who determines what a Hawaiian sunset smells like? And how do you get a deodorant to smell like that? Why can't we have deodorant that smells like clean armpits? <laughs> well, Jen, I uh, in preparation for this podcast, I'll have you know I brought down with me a uh, stick of my own uh, deodorant. And it says here that this is fresh. So... Jake Hopefully this spread. is a Jen-approved deodorant stick. 
I will smell like ocean surf because that's the, that's the flavor of uh, of underarm deodorant I use. It smells nothing like the ocean, by the way. I, I <laughs> I've actually thought about this ocean surf, and I smell it. And goes no, this doesn't smell anything like the ocean. I do want to know who gets to determine what Hawaiian sunset smells like. I want that job. That yeah. sounds like it would be a pretty easy job. That sounds like a pretty bring great me job. another smell. Nope, that's not it. Bring yeah. me another one. <laughs> yeah, and then she wraps it all up saying. I feel better after venting. Thank you. Let me know if you want any elaboration. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, I'd say the Jesus just a dog. That's the only elaboration we need. Yeah. But you got to rate all this. Ah. Uh, well, I uh, uh, I can't. It's too much to rate. I can't rate it all, Jake. Uh so much. I, I think hate. I do hate just about everything in here except for uh, when people say never mind. I think everything else, uh, and and the couple things I disagree with Jen on, but. Um, other than that, yeah, I hate it all. Uh, I don't know. I probably hate it more than I hate magazine covers without page numbers on the, on the covers. Uh, and probably less than raccoons getting into my trash because that raccoon really scared me and definitely less than I hate, uh, beaches on lakes. I really don't like beaches on lakes. It's such a strange thing to hate so vehemently. (laughs) It is, but that's. That's that's just being me. You know that's what? Yeah, we wouldn't have a podcast if that wasn't the case. <laughs> right. All these strange things I hate. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. Also, it would really help if you gave us a nice five-star review on iTunes or Facebook. And tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is thingsjoehatespodcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.